Check, 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 check. 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 We're going ourselves. Live from the studio. I'm Jimmy Selesky. I'm Eric Glazer. I'm kind of pissed off. <laughs> yeah, YouTube was fucking up. <laughs> the internet's been fucking with me all fucking day. Uh, damn. But uh, just listen to the 92Q yeah. jams. Damn Daniel, a.k.a. tonight on the podcast. <laughs> Perfect, <laughs> We dude. have Dan Caper. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, Do you not go by Dan on. Marcy Caper? You just you drop the Marcy? I, that was a married name. Really? Uh, now I go by Dan Caper. Hold up. Did you... Okay, I hate to... Did yes, you hyphenate... the answer is yes. Really? Yeah. I didn't know people did that. Yeah. A lot of people know. say that, but uh, I'm always surprised. I don't know. I know a lot of people who hyphenated their names, but... Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Dan. I mean, the only people I knew who had hyphenated names were given them by their parents. That's true. That's so true. So then their parents must have done it. Oh, yeah. Interesting, <laughs> dude. Interesting. That's wild. Very interesting. I thought, well, I asked Eric to get you on here because I had seen you, much to your new knowledge, I had seen <laughs> you multiple times performing. Awesome. I think the most recent time I saw you perform was at a, um, what the hell was that? The Motor House. During the Baltimore Comedy Festival, I saw you do. Oh, something. yeah. And I saw you a number of times at the sidebar and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yo, see if Eric, I mean, see if, see if Dan can come on. This is me talking to Eric. But uh, <laughs> you have like a couple. <laughs> that was a quote from He's me. He's not going to actually <laughs> talk to you tonight. He's yeah. just going to tell a story about yeah. a time that he talked to you. Kind of like, what, earlier this week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, uh, this all happened very recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, you got a couple things. That I also, I think we follow, you have like, what, two podcasts going? A podcast and a web series. What's the difference? Dan has jokes, the podcast. Yeah, the podcast is all about like joke writing. Dan okay. has jokes. And then the web series is just this like stupid extra thing that I was like, well, as long as I have people here um, <laughs> where I just like film, it's like a late night talk show parody. And um, yeah, uh, I just film interviews with people and then in front of a green screen and then I take it all out of context. What's it called? Heavily edited? Yeah, heavily edited. I yeah. heard that was good. Somebody was telling me about it. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. the word's getting out. Yeah, Gotta dude. bump up my uh, average 30 views a video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you appear to be doing well, dude. I like your... Uh, did you... Um, so I guess, yeah, when you're a one-liner, I assume that like joke writing has to be like top priority because like you can't just have like a premise like uh, most comedians they have like a premise and they can kind of work a bit off that for like a minute two minutes three minutes yeah like, when they're good comedians they can do that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah but like with a one-liner it's like dude you got like a fucking 10 second shelf life on most of these jokes i assume yeah a lot of them are like yeah between 10 and 20 seconds long uh, for me, like if it goes into the 40s, like 40 seconds, I'm like, wow, this is a long joke. <laughs> this is going to fill up so much time. I'm really painting the picture <laughs> right now. <laughs> so how many jokes, this is, gonna, this is probably going to be a weird question to ask you off the top of your head, but how many jokes would you say you just have like in your pocket right now, like qu quantity-wise? Oh, uh, I think actual like jokes that are usable, uh, it's somewhere in the, I think it's like in around 230. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah, I've written a lot more than that, <laughs> but mm. as far as good jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's because we, you, you've met Richard Bowen, I'm assuming at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's another one who's just like, mm. I mean, that guy, we have actually, I just moved into a new place as well, and I found one of his little rich jokes book. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 
he made like these little pamphlets and uh, I put it on the toilet as like re- reading material yeah. just for people <laughs> taking a shit at my house. So you open it up. He's got like just like infinity amounts of those jokes just oh, in that yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Sitting right on top of the Aesop's fables. He does a lot of puns. He like loves puns. Loves puns, yeah. dude. And he won that uh, Laffy Taffy competition. Yeah, yeah. He's like going to write Laffy Taffy jokes. Now, did you? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, dude. That's yeah. like writing Snapple facts oh, yeah. almost. Yeah. Is, uh, Except funny. It's like a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, did you, did you like, I guess, did you want to become a one liner comedian or just kind of just happen? Like, I was happy about it. Because a lot of my favorite comedians when I was growing up were one liner comics. I got really into Mitch Hedberg in high school. And Stephen Wright was like one of my favorites. Um, and obviously, like Dimitri Martin. Uh, I guess he was one. I but when I, I started, I thought I was gonna be like a storytelling comic, like mm-hmm. uh, John Mulaney or something. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I was like, <laughs> really trying to do. Uh, oddly enough, my first set ever was just a few one-liners. Like I think I did six jokes, and then I got off stage, and uh, and then for like months and months after that, most of what I did was just like stories or whatever and i was really bad at it <laughs> so do you i guess it, my my i guess the question i'm getting at is like do you actively avoid stories at this point like have you kind of put yourself in the category of one liner or is that just kind of what just happened uh i have stories that i'm sitting on that i'm trying to think of how to how to do on stage um and they're I if I tell them to people in person, it always goes over well. Mm-hmm. But figuring out how to punch it up on stage is very hard. So I don't. I'm not going to bring a story out on stage and try to work it out because that's not really a strength of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that sense, I do avoid it. But yeah, mostly I, yeah. If, if I can think of a good way to make it funny, then I will. But mostly yeah, I just I'm like no 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 know your strengths, Dan. <laughs> 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 There's um an interesting podcast with uh Bill or uh what's the guy name? Bert Kreischer and uh yeah. Chris Titus. Ooh. And Chris Titus like tells him how he like basically just writes stories. And um I don't know the specifics right now. But <laughs> you can look that up. Yo, oh really yeah. <laughs> Chris Titus stories. Yeah. You know what would really help you, Dan? There is uh this thing that you should just look it up. Yeah. <laughs> there's information out there that could help you. I can't give yeah, you the information, yeah. but it's I out can't, there. yeah, but I know of it. The information, available. once you get it, is amazing. Yes, <laughs> it is helpful. <laughs> I, Me, I, not yeah, so I, it's one, one of the things I've been wanting to look into is like, uh, I am trying to um, get better at doing other things when I'm on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, like getting drunk and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. stuff, yeah. Uh, so you guys crowd, start doing crowd work. Crowd work is new for me, but mm. it's been going like I've been uh, easing into it. I only mm. have a couple of things where I'll like actively engage the audience, but I've been hosting a lot more lately. So then uh, you kind of have to engage the audience a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that's been a lot of fun, you know, especially if I know that my joke is stupid and then someone reacts in a funny way and then I'm like, oh, this is just going to be the joke instead. OK. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How long have you like been? performing oh man best question ever uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh i almost five years i think yeah five was, years yeah and before you actually said something before the cast which i thought was wild but you used you were studying to be a pastor yeah so you're in a seminary yeah the reason why i i didn't start stand up until i was 27 was uh because i i always wanted to do it since i was a kid but I kind of never really felt like nobody was telling me you can't do that. But I never really felt like I was allowed to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I don't want to be a Christian comedian because like <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen a bunch of Christian comedians, you know, like from 
my former life. But uh, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, it's not really what I want to do. Did they come like how like they do the USO tour? Did like Christian comedians and like singers come to the Into seminary? Not the seminary, but I went to this uh, small like private Christian school when I was okay. growing up. And uh, yeah, we would get... Actually, I only really remember one comedian who came through, and uh, some of it was funny, but it was just weird. You like, because uh, it always ends with like, you know, and now a gospel song, or like, you know, <laughs> a serious <laughs> message. And, and now like, well. a word from <laughs> Sister Frances. <laughs> <laughs> She's hilarious. Wait, where are you? Where are you from originally? Uh, I well, I was born in New Jersey. I grew up mostly in uh, in in rural New York, like about an hour north of the city, like uh, Albany or not that far north. So in Orange County, um, but uh, it's like where uh, Newburgh is, okay. uh, the murder capital of New York. Uh, nice. But, but I was in the the thing is I was I, so I was in a town <laughs> called Greenville. But I just don't usually say that because even the people who lived in the neighboring towns didn't know that Greenville existed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there. So it's I'm just like, you know, uh, Hudson Valley area. I just thought that was super like, did you? So I'm assuming you must have grown up very religious, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So super religious. And like, was it Catholic? What, uh, was it yeah, Lutheran? What flavor? Oh, yeah. uh, conservative Baptist. Okay. Conservative yeah. Baptist. Yeah. And actually, my childhood church was. Uh, Self-proclaimed fundamentalist Baptist, um, to the point. All right, check check. This has been a test of the emergency broadcast system. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I can't tell stories; they're too intense. They just <laughs> break now return machines. to your regularly scheduled <laughs> program. Overload of the circus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys are gonna get that, but that was fucking weird, dude. I thought the tsunami was making its way from <laughs> yeah, Alaska dude, over here. That was that's never happened before. Get normally to we your get the, storm shelter. We normally get the loud ass fire horn. We get the <laughs> we get the wick, weird glitch once an episode, but that was that was new. That was brand new. <laughs> <laughs> was, you know, super brand new stuff like that. That seems to follow me around, so yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and accept the blame for that one. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what I did. <laughs> oh, you were talking about being like conservative, but what exactly? Yeah, I don't even know if I know separates what a, baptism. A Baptist, what is it? Like John uh, the Baptist. Boy. <laughs> is that what you guys are about? No, John? no, not. I mean, it's it's it comes in a if you go. Oh wow, we're getting really. This is cool. Uh, yeah. I almost never get to talk about this shit, so it's kind of. <laughs> uh, if you go into church history. Uh, Baptists don't show up till like much, much later. So it's not like they were directly from like John the Baptist. But uh, yeah, no, I guess like uh, the the kind of Baptists I grew up with were very big on the rapture. Um, this whole like you know you don't want to get left behind type thing. Um, um, Is it similar to Mormonism? No, uh, not at all. I mean, I mean, not not particularly. Uh, or and like anti-evolution that stuff. Okay. Uh, it, mostly like you can't, women can't be pastors or like leaders or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, then depending on the setting, like you can only sing hymns. Or the church I grew up in was cool with like contemporary music, which was uh, Creed and fucking Christian <laughs> <Yeah. Christadaltry. laughs> Oh god, no, that's much, Christian much rock. Worse, much worse than you can even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and I should know because I played it. I. I used to be one of those guys. <laughs> oh, you like you were a guy that was like, I want to be in a band, but you want to do worship Christian band. rock oh, <laughs> with a weird name, oh, no. <laughs> like worship. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, yeah, I like played guitar and sang in church and stuff like that. Nice. My one saving grace is that I never bleached my hair. <laughs> um, so, so I'm assuming 
so all throughout your childhood, I guess your original vision for yourself was to become a pastor. Now I know in Catholic churches, the priests don't get like married; they can't do stuff like that. I grew up Greek Orthodox, which okay. um, yeah, a little looser over there, little looser over there. All that olive Greek, oil, yeah, slipping <laughs> around the rule a little bit, dude. <laughs> Fucking slithering. We like our faith, but we like gyros too. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in case you didn't know, I was Greek eating a euro before you fucking did the podcast but uh they they are allowed to get married as long as they get married before they become a priest yeah um but uh is that the case with you guys like what's the deal like did you have to we, take a vow of celibacy oh, no, and all that no. shit you're just not supposed to like uh have sex outside of marriage type oh, of yeah. but uh no actually i when i by the time i got to seminary i wasn't like i didn't consider myself to be a baptist anymore so I was like in a more like uh, liberal denomination. Okay. And uh, but I wound up not getting ordained because uh, church rules are weird. So <laughs> there's like, was it your choice or was it their choice? It was well, like colorblind or something. You're like <laughs> Air yeah, Force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you have to take a colorblind test, and then you can't you can't be a pastor. Like, uh, <laughs> they show you a, a like a one of those Bible tracts. <laughs> Can you see the color in this one? <laughs> what what color are the flames this? right here? The flames that people are getting thrown into. Can you see the orange? <laughs> uh, no, it was like. It, it was sort of not my choice. It was more like I was advised strongly against pursuing ordination and because um, at that point I was going to be ordained in the Reformed Church. And uh, what I'll say about that is like one of the big distinctive beliefs for that was the this idea of like um, predestination. So like God chooses you. You're not you think you're responding to like whatever and making choices, but God's actually choosing for you whether or not you're going to be whatever. Is that Calvinism? Yep. So and you guys uh, are Calvinists? Not me. No. I was never really on board with that. Okay. For like a hot But like Bapti- Baptists. Baptists are you well usually really big on free will, so they usually reject okay. that. Uh, some of them get really into Calvinism, though. And uh, I was like... Yeah, I don't believe in that, but there was so much other stuff because it was a more liberal denomination that they didn't believe in. So I was like, oh, I can get ordained here. And then someone was like, well, uh, if you're not a Calvinist, you really shouldn't. And I was like, <laughs> but you don't even be- believe everything that, that what? <laughs> like, yeah. It was a very weird moment. I guess that makes sense. So you like you had to have an honest conversation with them to tell them what you actually believe. And they were like, well, it's yeah. not lining and up. By that point, it was like, I'm not fitting into any of these. Like, am I? And, uh, and then I was like, hey, maybe I just uh, back away from this whole thing. And what's the Reformed <laughs> Church? It sounds like Reformed School. Is that like the bad boys of baptism go there? Like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Bad boys of baptism. <laughs> the, the idea that they're the bad boys of the church is so funny to me because <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually he preached, didn't close I, a set with a psalm dude. I, I preached <laughs> in a lot of reformed churches that's like a way I was making money for a while and uh, you make money doing that yeah, yeah. yeah that's jolly is that what the tips go towards the tithes bro <laughs> the, the, the tithes yeah. we're passing around the tip plate <laughs> yeah it's a tip <laughs> jar dude uh, <laughs> it depends on the church but like no uh, I in the reformed church they have this thing where like you're if if you want you're on a list of like if the pastor goes out of town then they'll just like find someone and 
and I and most of those churches were dying. Like, so you were like a substitute teacher. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Did you it come in. It was great because it's so like, easy. Like couldn't have been easier. <laughs> you just like go in for a few hours in the morning, and then they're like, "Here's three hundred dollars." Oh like, my god! The congregation's like, "Yeah, we got a sub today." So you like wheel like, in a TV. There was a throwing veggie tails. There was a certain point where it was like it was like, ah, am I really going to tell people that I'm not doing this anymore? Because this is easy money. <laughs> but I was yeah, like, ah, I don't want to like be the worst person ever. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> Fuck, I, I do have a conscience. So, so how old were you when you just set cut ties with that whole thing? Uh, it started. Well, it was the end of a long process, but like I started realizing that I was like kind of like falling away from it when I was 26, and then. When I was 27, that was like, I did my last sermon ever. It was like one of those situations at somebody else's church. And in the middle of my sermon in my head, I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. This is not a good idea. uh, You actually said that out loud. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, crap. Was this thing on? Uh, (laughs) What verse is that? (laughs) (laughs) Yay, Jesus said, I'm not doing this shit anymore. (laughs) (laughs) These people are boring. I I legitimately felt... Well, the funny thing is, I went in with the sermon I did that Sunday was so... I was like, I can't in good conscience... like preach something i don't believe in so the sermon was so weird because at that point it was so like narrowed down to this like very vague like whatever (laughs) and then i was like this is this doesn't make any sense uh and then uh, literally like a week later i was like "Ah, i don't think i'm a christian anymore that's uh, (laughs) damn oh so you just you're completely not even you don't even identify as a christian anymore oh yeah not at all really no that's something that you're thinking of when you were still preaching that you're not yeah 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 that's i basically was wrestling with that on and off for about a year it was wow. like, yeah. so what do you consider yourself now like an atheist or not agnostic, not an atheist or... i uh because i got really into philosophy of religion during like it was like basically uh let's see 15 about 12 years of like just for me a lot of it was very intellectual and it was just like really digging into like the history and like like uh biblical studies and theology and stuff and i got really into philosophy of religion and i'm not uh, I have nothing against atheism. I, I like checked it out, but it just never really made sense to me. So I'm more of in this like sort of still a theist, but like I mean, freely admit that a lot of shit doesn't make sense. So oh, yeah. it's like I, yeah. I don't know what to really call that. <laughs> I would say yeah, we're probably in the same boat because I I kind of found I studied a lot of philosophy and things <laughs> like that, and you kind of bless you, you kind of do come to like a at least I. I've I've kind of I kind of definitely believe in the idea of God. I just don't know like what that entails. Like I'm not sure if that's like a personality or like a like the way it's anthropomorphized in religion. Like I this. love that in the middle of that sentence you pause to say bless you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Christian. <laughs> bro. Yeah. It was so good. Like, oh I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh what's funny for me, like the main the main reasons why atheism doesn't really make sense to me more have to do with just like uh like philosophy issues in general that mm-hmm. only come up when it's like more foundational stuff about free will and um oh man i can't think of anything morality Mm -hmm. and uh like uh rationality and stuff like that that i think is really interesting and it comes up in uh if you like read like there's this book called uh oh crap what's it called i'm totally blanking on it's by alex rosenberg Hmm. um uh, it has some name like the atheist guide to the universe or the atheist yeah, yeah, or I've something. Heard of it. But like I go through that and I'm like some, and it's mostly not even debating about God. Like it mm-hmm. hardly has anything to do with that. And I'm just like some of this is like batshit insane. You know <laughs> what I mean? And I'm like and yeah. and for me there's just like these like 
it like works out logically. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure I believe in a in in some kind of creator, but I'm also not really interested in arguing with people about it because uh, it's not really my. Jam. Well, part of being an yeah. atheist is you kind of have to be a dick yeah. about it. It's like one of the requirements. <laughs> if, are you white and an atheist? Well, congratulations, you're a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, yeah, I've always saying. found because I, I like I said I grew up Greek Orthodox Christian, and, and I I mean I never had any aspirations or. New word I learned last week from Michael for machinations of being a priest or anything like that. But uh, I, I came to a realization that like a lot of the stuff that we read about, a lot of the literal teachings and things like that, I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. Like a lot of this shit doesn't make sense. Like the Calvinistic stuff like that, which wasn't yeah. a part of my religion. But like there were so many aspects of it. But but ultimately what you find with atheism is you, they, they come, and they won't admit it, but they come down to the same logical impasse that theists come down to, which is once you've explained everything in the universe, you get to a point where you have to explain why it's there at all. Mm. And they can't. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They can't explain how something came from nothing. Nobody can. And so, I mean, I, to, to be an atheist... Uh, and, and Shout out to the atheist listeners. Thanks for joining. Yeah, I'm, not a, I'm, not a, I'm not. I'm not. Like I, yeah, I have no. I have no Skip qualms. like ten minutes. You'll be fine. You'll, Guys, yeah. the next ten minutes are going to be rough. Okay. <laughs> uh, but like, and then you look at like famous, like Albert Einstein was a was a theist. He believed. I mean, I, most of yeah, Isaac yeah. Newton. Those got these. These, I mean, I, oh, Albert man, everybody wants to claim Einstein. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, because he was like some kind of like. Uh, yeah, he wasn't a theist, but it was like. He he kept it like vague enough that people are like, nah, he was he was really an atheist. They're like, no, he was a he was a pantheist. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love yeah, I love the. Like... Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned Calvinism though in this context because that is one of the things I have a hard time with with athe atheism is that because with Calvinism like it's the idea that like God is like determining what you choose to do, but then also like punishing you for it, which is kind of mm -hmm. like horrifying. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Why? What sense does that make? But also. Um, Oh, and by the way, he loves you. Like it's just, very, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Well, with with atheism, they had like a lot. It's it's actually quite a popular atheist view, um, especially among people who defend it, like Alex Rosenberg or um, Sam Harris or whatever, where they accept this kind of uh, determinism, where everything down to our our like moral choices and our beliefs and like the whole way that we form like rational thoughts is all determined by like blind physical processes. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I don't, I'm like, but you're cutting out the ground that like, if like you're cutting out the ground that this view stands on. And uh, I know that that gets debated and obviously like people try to defend it or whatever. And for me, it just, that's like one of the major things that I'm like, I just, that doesn't make sense to me. And well, I think it's very hard in, in my opinion. I think it's very hard to defend free will from an atheist perspective. Have you ever listened to Sam Harris before? Oh yeah, he's yeah. a big proponent of atheism. And I'm not. Is he a? If you listen to him, do you listen to Sam Harris at all? Not really. He's no. a big. But like, is he a proponent of free will or is he? No, a, no. Yeah, he's he's yeah, one of those guys that goes against it. Strong denier of it. And that's kind of like it, it. Almost seems like a necessary uh, con concession if you're an atheist to say that well, if if we're just physical processes and there would be no such thing as free will, like you might delude yourself or you might have this illusion of consciousness yeah. making you perceive that things are your own free decisions but in reality it's just a natural course of the universe um but i think yeah i think if you if you if you get to that point and then you say well but i do believe that i have free will then you're then you're entering this other uh variable into the equation 
and the variable is that wild card of like, well, here's the physical universe, and then there's something that seems to be navigating the universe, choosing its path. Mm. What is that thing that's not, what, why, if, because if there were, I would say if, if there was no such thing as free will, then, then, then uh, atheism would kind of make sense to me a lot more. Because it would be like, okay, well, if I pour, if I pour this oh beer, God, I feel like I'm in college again. <laughs> <laughs> like if this I, if is I, like the most stonerific thing I've ever. <laughs> did you go to? Uh, did you go to like a Catholic college? I went to uh, uh, an evangelical school in Nyack, New York. Oh, it's called Nyack College. Have you heard me joke about going to school with Curtis Blow? <laughs> no. Uh, do you know what Curtis Blow is? No, it's because you're white. But uh, <laughs> yeah. he was like. Uh, uh, technically, like the the first commercially successful rapper, or at least that's what he wrote on his Wikipedia page. There you go. But he was like big in the '80s, and uh, and then in the '90s he became a born again Christian, and then in the early 2000s he went to Nyack College to take some youth ministry classes. Wow. Uh, and in the early 2000s, I also was attending Nyack College, <laughs> and yeah. So long story short, I, I was in a few classes with him, and it's just like I've I've tried doing jokes about that on stage and never worked. Never that's worked. very funny. But uh, yeah. It's just it's one of the weird, it's like a weird fact about me. <laughs> and then I think nobody ever believes me. Um, but I did get him to tweet at me. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I like, I had like this running joke where I kept tweeting at him. Like every time I tweeted and be like, uh, good morning to everybody, especially Curtis Blow, who I went to college <laughs> with. And then he finally tweeted back at me. But it was so funny because he clearly did not remember who I was. Yeah. Uh, so, but he was very polite. And, uh, well, like, yeah, he's oh, Christian now. Yeah, yeah, Christian. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good, yeah. Dude. yeah, no, it's funny. And one of the other things about, um, uh, to go back to Sam Harris, that he kind of makes him stand out is there's this really interesting, I, I love like uh, moral debates. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've listened to a lot of debates and it, it always winds up being an atheist philosopher and a, and a conservative Christian philosopher. And it bums me out because I'm like, you know, <laughs> like you both kind of sound like idiots, but, but like, yeah. but, but I hate, cause I always wind up like siding more with, uh, the conservative Christian philosopher, but then I'm like, but they're saying such like at a, at a philosophical foundational level, I agree with them. And I'm like, ah, they are doing better in this debate. And then they'll come out with their specific views. And she's like, Oh yeah. my God, they're such a bigot. <laughs> like yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Sam Harris is, um, is a proponent that, um, objective moral values exist meaning like it doesn't depend on what you believe like there's just like things you can't change that are right and wrong and that's usually uh where like that's where a lot of other atheists depart from him um again alex rosenberg i'm not really sure about richard dawkins he's kind of like weird on that but um uh yeah so but he's gotten also like his books have been like i i i don't know how well received they've been with atheist but he has one called the moral landscape that was just like ripped to shreds because uh this is harris yeah 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 uh because he's like basically arguing that there are objective moral values but then trying to explain how it can be grounded in the universe rather than god yeah and that uh and and there's a debate with him online where he debated um this conservative philosopher william lane craig whose ethical views are terrible but yeah, Sam Harris had could not. He had no idea like how to. It was like almost embarrassing. I would to like watch. to see that. Yeah, you should. And um, then the question answer session is wild. Someone who <laughs> and it's a controversial figure. I, I don't. I don't personally understand why. But uh, Jordan Peterson. Have you ever heard him? Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah, uh. I think he. He's, he's not. He's not. But I, I, the reason I bring him up is because uh, he's not a devoutly religious person. No. But I think he does a good job of of he. I do think he's a theist, 
and I think he does a good job. I don't of think he is, well, unless he changed recently, but he... Talks about God quite a bit. Yeah, well, okay, maybe I'm wrong then. But uh, what's funny is I my impression, he has a lot of problematic things, like as far as like uh, gender and... Yeah, that that's kind of one that's kind of one hill that he stood on that I think unfortunately for his own PR that kind of came to be what defines him as a person is his because that's kind of how he came to fame was yeah, over yeah. his protesting to the Canadian bill that was like compelling saying like you, it's a jailable offense to misgender people and not use the proper pronouns and that that got him a lot of flack um but he's really not He's he's a psychologist primarily. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He's a psych psychologist, and he uh, uh, and he he really doesn't tend. I uh, he doesn't really. I, I he just did a podcast with Joe Rogan. I think like last night. Did you catch that at all? Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, oh I don't think God, they talked about politics at all. Really, he's not a he's not a political figure. He's he is he's uh he's like a. I don't know what the word is. People say like self help or whatever like that. But Bullshit like, artist. <laughs> no, yes. Yeah. I, I'm I, sorry. I'm just being a dick now. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I like a lot of what he has to say. I can see how a lot of people think it's, um, I guess, cliche would be the, but like benign, banal. We've yeah. all heard it before and stuff like that. Well, but I think it's unfortunate that he's kind of been maligned by the media for for one stance on one thing. Well, I, I mean, I, I can't. I guess I'm not really informed enough. But I, I will say one red flag for me with him was how because uh, I used to I used to follow for a while uh, even after I uh, left the church this one Christian podcast and he, the, it was the same guy he would debate a lot of people and like he debated Richard Dawkins and Sam Harris and all that um, and he wouldn't like he wouldn't like disparage these people but he would come out of these debates like you know i don't know why they would say this or like blah blah, blah. and then jordan uh, he'd do like a bullshit like session afterwards by himself to like with his diss everyone yeah. oh, i mean damn. i mean uh they well like because there's the debate context where you engage each other and yeah, then there's yeah. it's his podcast so you oh, can okay. do whatever he wants yeah, but, yeah, yeah. uh but yeah, like with Jordan Peterson, he was, and I, I have to stress like his ethical views, horrible. Like every time he like gets out of philosophy and starts talking about current events, it's just like, no, you're like a terrible person. And uh, yeah, Jordan Peterson, he was much more favorable to. And I'm like, Ugh. which uh, <laughs> which which ethical things do you not like? Oh, he, I mean, he's very conservative, uh, and he is, a, I think, a Baptist, so he's an uh, anti-gay and um, definitely anti-trans kind of like sexist with his views on uh, women and which that doesn't come up often but homosexuality he's definitely like talked about a lot and it's just like extremely problematic uh, when Todd Aiken did that thing about like legitimate rape he defended him <laughs> and I'm just like oh my god <laughs> it's just weird you know yeah it's interesting I, I haven't seen half of that <laughs> you would yeah no it's not like yes yeah, you're not going to come across it unless you go looking for it <laughs> yeah my YouTube recommended is like cooking videos um, like rappers on Instagram and then like <laughs> fight videos. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh my God. I, stuff. I get so disturbed with fight videos, but I think <coughs> it's because I was like so sheltered growing up. I was like literally never in a fight or whatever. Mm. So I'm just like, Oh my God, why would people hit each other? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't get it either, but it's fun to watch. 
Yeah. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I get riled up, dude. I saw shadow boxing. Sometimes it's better you start, like fighting people outside. <laughs> that would be Just a go good to the component. Bus stop and knock people that out. That needs to be more like included in academic debates <laughs> about like God or atheism or whatever. And also, that at the end, there's going to be a fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> and we all go out by via fist fight. <laughs> you get judged on your arguments, and you also get judged on how much ass you kick. Love <laughs> 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 <be> you. <laughs> I would actually like to see that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're kind of in a, we don't have to touch about it too much, but you're kind of, I guess, in a new phase of your life at this point, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you kind of embracing it or? I, I mean, as much as I think, I guess I kind of have to. I don't know what embracing it would, would count as, but uh, it is, it's, yeah, it's Accepting weird. it? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly, because it'd be weird if I wasn't. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, nope. not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just in my own. I'm like, no, I'm still married, guys. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, my I'm getting my own place because we're doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> She's moving with me. We have two homes now. <laughs> I try to joke at the. We did the divorce show at the auto. Oh no, no, no! I didn't do it at the divorce show. I was like testing it at mics to see if it worked, mm-hmm. and it was just, uh, yeah, I am married. My wife, she lives in Canada, so you wouldn't know her. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but it does not work on stage. So. I find that I find that uh uh being a Calvinist in situations like what you're in uh actually is comforting because then you don't have to like I, when I got out of my long-term relationship <laughs> I was like God God chose for this to happen. Yeah, it was like <laughs> I felt better. I was like, "Oh, Jim, you weren't a shitty boyfriend yeah, who didn't pay enough attention it's a to weird the relationship." Trade-off. You're like, supposed you to can, happen. You can have like the comfort of knowing that there's a reason for everything, but mm-hmm. then also like there's a reason for everything that's very upsetting yeah. but then like uh yeah you can go the other way and like oh there is no point to any of this well that's also rather upsetting <laughs> yeah, yeah. well I don't, yeah i don't think i, th- I guess i think because that's the two extremes that people draw they're like i there's either there's a reason for everything which i guess they would say like if there's a reason for everything then everything is predetermined because then the reason would have to, it would, everything would be unfolding according how to some plan, tech, right? How deep into this stuff do you want to go? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, that would be that. Those what do would be you like normally the, talk about on this podcast? I feel like, uh, whatever, really. This kind of shit, okay, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. I was just like, I don't want to be like the, the nerd who brings No, 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 no. I can tell you're <laughs> self conscious. Actually, not guys, being funny uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is about half of the stuff we talk about. But you ever heard of Molinism? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. No, I haven't. <laughs> but like, oh, so like, those are the two things you have. Uh, there's a reason for everything, in which case everything is uh, unfolding according to some plan, which means that it's determined. Things are meant to be, or we all have our own free will, which must mean that there is no plan, there is no reason, yeah. and that's what leads you to nihilism. I don't necessarily agree wholeheartedly with either one of those things. There's there's like a, a spectrum of like it's uh, a very woke steps term. in in between there. Yeah, and I. The reason why I don't usually, um, not usually like very direct with people about like saying, yes, I do believe in God is because um, at least in our country, that just carries so much weight to it where like I feel like if I say that, I also have to say like, yes, I believe in God, but I'm also disappointed in how all of this is turning out. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it yeah. is very upsetting uh, and confusing and uh, I don't under like... I, there, there is a part of me that believes that there is like in some sense a purpose for everything but also like uh, I, I mean I'm like is there you know yeah. <laughs> like, it's very very uh, hard to to uh, 
it's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. And then, yeah. And then I just, so I basically like in that sense, I can like kind of waver back and forth, you know? Yeah. I'd like the cliche thing to say is like, oh, well, once you get a little bit like back from the situation, you can see kind of like the connected dots to see where, why things went this way or that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like hard to see in the moment. Yeah. But also, I don't believe in I, any well, of that see, shit. I, so because, <laughs> I like, because I spent, like, literally, like, 12 years, like, digging into, like, that was one of the debates, you know, like, in all, like, oh, evil and suffering and everything. And it just gets, like, on the one hand, um, people have, like, I feel like a number of writers have, like, d- like raised a lot of really interesting shit about, like, like, kind of, like, logically picking away at it and, like, you know, the experience of pain or something is so intense and in that moment you're not really thinking logically because you shouldn't be, you know, you're Mm -hmm. like, um, and then, so like, there's a lot of like interesting stuff to consider and then at the same time, some people kind of do that to the point of like almost uh, uh, forgetting how awful the experience of it is and that it's very hard to, you know, to say like, oh, this happened for A, B, and C reasons. Or even say like there is so much that happens that it's really hard to believe that there could possibly be like a reason for it. You know what I mean? Like uh like if a not to bring everybody down, but like <laughs> if if a child gets tortured and murdered, it's like, well, I mean it, I I would be very hard pressed to say, yeah, but this pays off later on in history. You know what I mean? I'm like, I think that's a bad way to go. Well, it's uh, weird because but like, she was on the news. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's so lucky. It's weird I wish I could be on the news. It's, it's hard. That's it's, how you got to. That's how you make it work in this, in this comedy <laughs> career thing. Yeah. You just gotta like you One, know if nothing get else. Get on just, morning news. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to be brutally murdered in the woods, and then that's how I get my fifteen minutes. <laughs> Because hopefully they'll be like, and uh, he was also a comedian. Here's (laughs) one of his YouTube videos. Follow him on Twitter. He's not tweeting anymore, but check out his old shit. Or am I? (laughs) I may have scheduled a ton of tweets in advance that you don't know about. I have a Twitter bot in the cast. Like, hey, guys, going really well in the afterlife. (laughs) A lot hotter than I expected. No, it's hard to to construct an idea of good and bad or morality when you base it from your own perspective. Because that's the one problem that uh, is the problem I would say that people have is like we we perceive everything in terms of how it affects us. So like like okay, if I were to go out into the woods right now and get attacked by a bear and the bear kills me and drags me off and feeds All right, its I'm cubs, I'm liking this. Let's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a bear kills me and drags me off to feed its cubs. The bear and his cubs ate that night. That's great for them. Yeah. Terrible for me. Great for them. Who is to say? Who defines what is good and what is bad? The only, pro- the only reason we have an issue saying, well, how could you say that's a good thing is because we're trying to observe everything from our own ego. Yeah. And I, but I, so that's an interesting point because then, uh, see, like, so one thing that uh, some people would say would be like, well, a bear is not a moral creature. So it's not like, like people talk about like, oh, if a bear kills something, it's not like committing murder because it's like, it's just a bear you know it doesn't have a sense of like whatever um so it's it's different for humans but if uh, i killed the bear and ate it would that be murder me being a moral well, creature that depends on uh what kind of value you uh put on the lives of animals so that would be a debate for like animal rights you know but even then that value is a pre 
prescribed value from our perspective. Like yeah, there is, like, is are you there killing an, it to eat it, or are you just killing it to kill it? Killing it to eat it. Okay. But you know what I'm saying? Are you trying to say that there is a dead bear here? Because like, if, if you're don't, like, don't hold room. out, man. I'll have I'm, I'm, let's eat. Some I have dead like a bear. fucking bear rug in the studio, like one of those old school ones. Like, dude. Me, did you get another? Uh, we actually have a bear in the studio. That Bring deer is alive. Deer looks over, fucking wings at you. Just hangs out in the ceiling. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> no, what I'm trying to say is is that all the things that we're discussing right now, like, well, these are more creatures and these aren't. What kind of values do we prescribe to their lives versus what kind of value does a bear prescribe? A bear prescribes a lot more value to its life than your life, yeah. even though you prescribe a lot more value to your life. And a bear, notably cooler than a rabbit, prescri- a rabbit prescribes yeah. a lot more value to so the rabbit's cool. life than, than the bear's <laughs> life, but we all can acknowledge that in order for the bears to thrive, the rabbit has to die, or else the rabbit's going to eat too many of the plants. Ah, tough break, rabbit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all, it's a balance, Yeah, and I, we're just observing it from one little focal point on this big so spectrum. Bears eat rabbits? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I'm really getting at. Who's to say that I don't eat rabbits? Like, <laughs> I mean, after I walk out of the studio, I may just, like, run into the woods and get a quick... You know, rabbit. I feel like rabbit soup would be rabbit stew. That's a rabbit thing. Stew, yeah. Rabbit yeah. stew. It's in Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> like he'd be eating. Oh shit! Now we're talking Red Dead. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking Red Dead. We're there. You don't have to. I'm probably well, the only one playing. I was gonna say because uh, what what you're talking about now is more in the direction of making a case for uh, moral relativism. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. it's like, eh, like it's all it all depends on your perspective and everything. Um, but but so someone like Sam Harris. Or uh, a number of other people would would say there are things that, for whatever reason, like and and people come up with different theories about why are just wrong, and you'd be insane, like morally insane, to not see that. So like things that like easy examples would be like like yeah, like torturing children or like mm-hmm. rape or things like that that are just like it's not. To say that that's objectively wrong would be like it's not just a matter of perspective. It's like there's something about that that's just simply evil. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. uh, and then on the uh, on the other hand, there'd be things that are just simply good. And so yeah, no, it's, see, I it's agree an with interesting you on that. debate. Yeah. I agree with you on that. And and actually, that is a good point because there's certain things that like, uh, you know, and I hate I, I hate when whenever children enter the argument, then I feel like I'm not allowed to like. And I know you're, nobody does this on purpose, but like you get to certain things that are so sentimental that like for someone to push back on it, it would almost imply that I have no like moral yeah, yeah, care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if I were to be like, well, you know, maybe, maybe we just don't. But like, it, I guess, I guess the case would be like we can't logically in our own minds process how certain happenings in the world could possibly be. For the benefit of something else, or not even necessarily the benefit, like an earthquake or, earthquake or yeah, or fucking, anything like that. Yeah. But Henry said this once: the the absence of evidence is not oh evidence God. of absence. That's okay. So it's just funny you say that because that's a quote. That is gets, that not his quote? No, 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 no. I'm sure it is. <laughs> but there's a that quote gets used so much on that one Christian podcast I was using. Oh, <laughs> I, was, shit. I, mean, I was referring to before. Dude, um, he might and, be listening uh, to And that. I know, like from like memes on the internet, that that's just like uh, a thing that will set certain uh, atheists into a rage. <laughs> so yeah. this will be like the the least popular episode among atheists. <laughs> like someone's like, oh my god, did he just say the absence of evidence thing? Uh, but no, I mean, I like, I mean, I agree with that too. But. Uh, 
Uh, oh, shit. What was I going to say? I totally lost my train of thought. I or blew beer. you away with that huge cliche, dude. Yeah, you fucking yeah. gosh. You were like, wow, that is such a basic idea. No, oh, no there was... Uh, you, what, what were you the saying? absence of no, something right is that. not the absence Oh, I was going to say <laughs> the idea that like sometimes you just can't see like the good in something, mm-hmm. which is true, but it's just that if you really like if you if you try to turn that into a whole like like say this is this like there are some things that like they seem bad at first and then they work out for good. Eric hates his mom because she signed him up for a 401k or something. Yeah. But, yeah, you yeah. know. Now he has a nest egg. Th- Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. Now uh, I can retire with, like, $3,000. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but like, there are versions of that idea that, that just get really ugly. You know what I mean? Or, to the like, almost to the point, even though they're just ideas, it's just like, like dude, where is your, like, human compassion? So, like, the one... Uh, uh, <laughs> To go back to this podcast that I keep referencing, by the way, it's called Reasonable Faith. Uh, That's a great band name. Dr. William. (laughs) That is a good band name. Uh, Yeah, and he gets trolled all the time. It's kind of funny, but like, uh, yeah, his, his version of like, you know, yes, this horrible thing happened, but look at how many people converted to Christianity. It's like, is that really worth, like, I don't know, a tsunami wiping out a whole, like, no, it's like, that's kind of a horrifying way to look at things. That's um, crazy. Well, you have to, I like the word faith because faith is something that, whether we admit it or not, everybody kind of has. Faith is, faith is if you were to define it, it's a belief in something without necessarily having a logical road to getting to that belief. Like, for instance, with human compassion, if we have a discussion where we, in an attempt to define morality, decide to step outside of the confines of normal human compassion and thinking in terms of of ourselves and, and the benefit of us, then we're leaving behind this idea of faith that ultimately... Like really, you're gonna say this, that, the other thing, but we all like, how could you? How could you? Where's your compassion or something like that? Like that's a faith thing, right? Like we all have faith in this idea of like virtue and things like that, and so for us to go against that in trying to define morality, we're questioning the faith in that thing. Yeah. Does that make any sense? What I just I, said? Yeah, I think when I when I so when I was still like like I, when I was a Christian, I I defended it a lot, and that was a thing that I appealed to frequently um not like i was going around arguing with people but i would like was like working these ideas out for my mm-hmm. <laughs> like like just re- i wasn't i was never the sort of, sort of personality just like what are you an atheist like come on like uh <laughs> but yeah no like i think there's like some validity to that because uh yeah like a- and it comes up in philosophy too like you can't like the whole thing about like how do i know there's really a world outside of my senses and that my senses aren't like you know obviously the matrix is a thing but like uh like the traditional thing was like a brain and a vat how do i know i'm not just a brain and a vat and people yeah. are like and so like it is sort of a uh, depending on how you define faith it could be seen as an act of faith to say like no i'm going to like believe that like there's a world out there or i'm going to believe that i can trust my own ability to form a coherent thought mm-hmm. or i'm going to believe that there like um, other minds that like you're not just like a, a mass of flesh but like actually yeah. like another person like I am or whatever mm-hmm. um, 
And then, of course, there are people who say there are no such things as persons. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like <laughs> right now, we're all, like, whether we acknowledge it or not, we're all operating on the same baseline system of faith. Like, we all believe this is real. Yeah. Like, we're, this conversation is definitely happening. We all agree on that. But, like, yeah. ultimately... It's an interesting debate, too, because... Uh, so, yeah, people will debate whether or not that kind of, like, foundational, like, just accepting something as true can be rational or not. And uh, that... That debate is very interesting to me, and I sincerely don't know what I think about it. But there's this whole thing about like, uh, like properly basic beliefs. I sound like I feel like such a nerd right now, but like literally never talk about this stuff. So here we go. But uh, yeah, it's like, 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 uh, like if you accept a basic belief, like this idea that like, oh, there's a tree there, or oh, murder is bad, or whatever. Like, is that uh, something you accept by faith, or is it something you accept on evidence, or is it something that is rational for you to believe uh, without evidence? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's good stuff, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, we all we all definitely operate. It was a, another saying. Uh, I forgot how this ties in, but it popped into my head. There was I know that that's saying. I use that saying a lot. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, wise comedian named Dan Caper once said, "Yeah, I forgot what I was going <laughs> to." Yeah, it popped in my head, but <laughs> <laughs> it isn't. It, it comes down. It's it's one of those. That what we're really talking about is like people use the term "my truth," "your truth," stuff like that, yeah. and that that's one of those things that kind of triggers me a lot. But not because I disagree with it, but just because it's one of those things where it's like, well. Who said, like, who is there a truth? Is it the yeah. truth or is it your truth, your truth, my truth? Truth is a very sticky concept. And then I used to take a really hard line on it. And I, I think it's like, uh, yeah, it depends on how people talk about it. But yeah, that's one of the things where I, if I tried to lay out what I think about truth, it still comes out sounding really like narrow minded. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't want to, it, it, it gets, it gets used so broadly in like so mm-hmm. many different ways, and and I think that the way people use it is very important. So I don't yeah. want to like disparage, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Not entirely sure what else I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> no, you fucking nailed cool, it, dude. dude. You fucking nailed Truth it. Truth is hard. <laughs> <laughs> truth is tricky. Tricky Whoa. truth. Dude. Okay. There, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> tricky, tricky truth. Yeah, dude. I'm glad. I, I figured. I figured you'd be the guy to talk to about this because it really does fascinate me. Especially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dan, I heard you do a joke about fruity pebbles, <laughs> so I knew you'd be a good guy to talk to about the problem of evil. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's. I think it's a fascinating thing because I've known a lot of people. I think it's it's particularly interesting when someone is brought up a certain way and has the presence of mind to question it to a point where they actually restructured their belief system using whatever process you went through. Because it wouldn't be nearly as impressive for me, because I feel like you and I agree, and I'm assuming we probably are all on pretty much the same page of the conversation we're yeah. having. Mm-hmm. But like, we are all coming from different places on that. Like you, went all, like you came from a background that was like, you had to like almost pull a 180 yeah. to get to this realization. There and so it, it says change. a lot about the way you think. And so I figured like people like, like I wasn't like when you said like reading and philosophy and theology and things like that, like that makes sense because there are plenty of just middle school atheists, high school, college atheists who just, that's just what they think. They believe in that the same way that 
yeah, you know, the people at the seminary. You atheist, you middle school atheist, <laughs> <laughs> you little seventh grade yeah. fucking oh school dance, not dance yeah, with any so girls, funny. little atheist. I you know, go well, get your parents' credit card and <laughs> sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> so this is the thing that has messed with my head. So, like, I, a lot of people who go to seminary lose their faith, and that's, like, a well-known, like, thing that happens. And mm. I wouldn't, I don't even, I don't think it's fair to say most people. I think it's probably just a small fraction. Um, and I think most people, I think, who like grow up in conservative Christianity who lose their faith do it because they're so turned off by things like, oh, this is so like um, repressive and like toxic. And like there's like a visceral like, uh, you know, I, I don't think there's anything yeah, wrong with gay plot. people, like whatever. Yeah. And so mine was much more. Um, and I'm not putting myself on a pedestal here. It's just like I think a personality difference is that for me, I like I was much more cerebral where it was like, no, like what's happening here socially is very uncomfortable. But I need to like understand the like dig into like w- w- what like what about why mm-hmm. like yeah. exactly. And um, when I, I so I had this whole like, you know, long process of like working these like ideas out or whatever for myself and coming to my conclusion and completely like uprooting my whole life and then uh my my now ex-wife um is really into this uh the mbti personality uh uh, index or whatever oh yeah yeah, like the infp or whatever it is what so for a while she got really into it and for a while I was like kind of like I've always been kind I'd always been kind of skeptical about those things and uh, so my personality type is INTP um, and uh, I remember we we wound up finding all these different like websites or whatever there's this website written by another INTP about INTPs and he had this whole section about like it's very common for INTPs to like have this big like crisis of worldview usually in their 20s, and he basically just, like, in very great detail outlined, like, this whole experience that I had just lived through, Jeez. and then I was like, what? Like, <laughs> but I believe in free will. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it messed with yeah. my head so bad, and I was like, I don't even know what to do with that, but that's crazy. It is funny Jeez. when you talk about that, and when people talk about that, I, I always think of, like, it almost sounds like the same way people talk about, like, horoscopes in a yeah, way. Yeah, it's or like something. horoscopes it's for, like, like yeah. oh, you're such an IFTP, but it's not and saying, I'm like, not supposed uh, to. But yeah, it's based off of... You were born this yeah. month, so you're going to meet somebody. It was like, well, because INTPs, they, they tend to be analytical and they tend to do this and that. And I'm like, well, that's all true. And like, because it's like based on I, my knowledge of myself, that is what I am like. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And it's extremely, it, well, in this case, uh, it was extremely like detailed. And all he would have needed to say was like, and then they lost their faith. Like, and was like that's me. <laughs> basically just told my story. It's crazy. Yeah, but yeah it was like one of the trippiest things I've ever experienced was uh just like reading this whole long thing and i'm like i some guy i have no idea who he is never heard of him or whatever living in who knows where in the country and don't know when he wrote this and just basically like describing in upsetting detail like an experience i had just lived through that was just so like well it is i mean it, it seems uncanny but at the same time it's like 
you know, how difficult would it be if you gave me four character traits about yourself and I was a trained psychologist, for instance, or, or even not a trained psychologist, but if I just took the time to just say, okay, I know this guy's analytical, I know he's introverted, I know he's this, and I know he's whatever the fuck P stands for. You know, who fucking Perceiver. Knows? Perceiver. <laughs> All these different things, and I took those I qualities of you. I don't know what that one means. Yeah, I'm not sure. Probably. I remember taking, I think I was ENFP, extra, I definitely got extroverted. Oh, was, that makes I think sense. that's E, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like either E or I, and then there was like yeah. the other ones. So I think we were the same, except I was an E. But like, but like knowing those qualities, you could pretty much, to some level of of detail, kind of depict to a person like the what the different obstacles they're going to encounter in life, and the different like things they're going to be good at versus the things they're not going to be yeah. good at, just off of knowing the type of person you are. Well, yeah, that's know? why so I think there's some validity to it, because uh, if, say if I, if I met, like, uh, I don't know, a teenager who was very similar in personality to me, and I could see them, and if they were, like, uh, you know, also very devout, you know, mm -hmm. and and I heard them like asking similar questions. I wouldn't necessarily say, "Oh, you're gonna lose your faith." It's just that I'm like, "You're gonna you're gonna go through some shit and like yeah. figure out who you are." Yeah. Like they they might come out the other end being like, "No, I believe this wholeheartedly," but they're it's gonna look, you know, because they have that personality. It would be like a very like idiosyncratic type of uh, yeah, you know, like. First of all, I find it hard to believe that most people in their 20s don't at some point go through some level of crisis, whether it's through a philosophical religious thing or anything. At some point in your life, if you're not sitting there going, what the fuck is yeah. happening to 20s me? 20s are right for now. figuring that shit out. I yeah, because it's like yeah. the first time you're on your own, probably. Yeah. You're like doing all the shit for yourself, and you're like, oh, if I just don't do this shit, it's not going to get done. Yeah. <laughs> I got to start actually doing shit now. <laughs> yeah, it's like the first time you're like, I got to take care of my own 401k. What the <laughs> Where's my mom? mom I thought I was EMFP, dude. Mom. <laughs> is, is Eric's mom a recurring character on this podcast? Because I like that idea. <laughs> not as much as I feel like she should be. Dude. <laughs> I just She's definitely has to be a, a listen, segment dude. where Eric complains about his mom. <laughs> <laughs> No, and it's always about something that sounds like it sounds like that's very important, Eric. Maybe yeah, you should. Yeah. <laughs> ah, she's First of all, let me just say this. There's she's a great woman. <laughs> <laughs> Joanne Glazer is a saint. <laughs> but but even the type of person that would be reading an article like that, it says something about you to the person writing it. Well, that's why there wasn't. Well, this is what's kind of funny. So like there was not uh, a, like a, what's the word? Like, it wasn't like there was like this crazy INTP website. It's not like there was another website like that for all the other personality types. Mm -hmm. It was just like this one guy who this was obviously the issue that he had obsessed about. Mm -hmm. So he learned it like he learned the shit out of it and uh, made a whole like crazy website about him. Like, yeah, because that's what people like me do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But then I think people like, you know, people, especially with the horoscope thing or anything, I think people have this natural tendency to want to they want to first of all they want to justify their existence and so when you're trying to find a worldview uh when you talk about the repression and things like that or oh of, God, of certain religion i don't know if i can justify my <laughs> well not justify it but like here's my argument for why it's very important that i exist you well, <laughs> not, not justify not justify your well i guess i would say in some on some level every human being needs to, in order to be mentally healthy, yeah, have yeah. some way to explain their ex like to justify like if you like uh, a for sense instance, of significance. If you grew yeah, up in your extremely conservative Christian upbringing and you were gay, 
and your entire life you were being told that being gay is a sin. Yeah, you went to seminary because you thought it was seminary. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, I really fucked up here, didn't I? (laughs) How long is three years? Wow. uh, Uh Uh-oh. You say I'm going to be a senior pastor after. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, like, you you would need to have some way to explain, like, okay, well, this doesn't make sense because... I know I'm, I've never been I'm not gay but I'm assuming if I were gay that like I would be gay the same way I'm straight <laughs> is there a like, bell, I'm not gay is there a my friend is gay where you like we've officially reached the point of the podcast where uh, where Jimmy talks about like I'm not saying if I were gay like, <laughs> like, if I Jimmy 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 we brought Dan here for like a reason. Confetti shoots out of the air. Like, Irene, Tony, get in here. <laughs> <laughs> it is an intervention. We need you to come out of the studio closet. <laughs> no, like, fucking, like, I would need to have some, like, I'm assuming that I would be gay the same way I'm straight, but, but, like. But with dudes. <laughs> but with dudes. <laughs> but with dudes. Like, you know, I'll, be, I'll be trying to fuck chicks, but, you know, like, the chicks will be with dudes. dudes. <laughs> chicks will be. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <Yeah>. guys. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like you need some way, to, and people have this natural tendency. I think we human beings do have a very Joe Rogan moment, very tribal tendency. We need to be a part of something. We need to feel like we're a part of something, which is why people that aren't religious might get really into horoscopes. Because why? Because horoscopes justify your existence to some level. Or people that are too analytical for horoscopes might be more drawn to a more uh, science-based thing like what oh. you're describing, the personality types. Yeah, there's like, I mean, there's like a need for community. It's, you know, it's really interesting because uh, so I started performing comedy after that whole like chapter of my life was already over. And what I find, what I found so interesting is that some people, I would hear them, they would like do Facebook posts about it or talk about it sometimes. The mics are glitch. The glitch. The glitch. Now we have two <laughs> official glitches, dude. These are like yeah, our advertising dude, spots. A new right? one? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> this one's normal. This yeah, is this is a, oh, okay, it happens okay. once an episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Along with the new or <laughs> <laughs> I have to restart my computer <laughs> and that's, resume. Just, that's just what it sounds like when I fart I, like, I, don't know. I don't know it's been doing that my whole life I think I might be a machine <laughs> want to get in the philosophy anyway continue I'm sorry oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, so I, I, a lot of comics I would I, I'd be like I, wonder, I don't understand why they're doing it not that mm. they're bad I'm just like I don't understand what they're like doing it for and I, I heard some comics um, talk about how like oh I just feel like uh i'm part of this like cool like community or whatever and for me i'm like man if you want a community (laughs) i don't know (laughs) that you want to be in like a like comedy is so brutal sometimes so like i'm like if you don't want to be doing comedy i would recommend anything else but i do most comics are like super depressed right you just want to be around debbie downers right yeah this is what you want but but I do understand that like if especially if you feel like alone or isolated or di- disconnected and then you're like start going to mics and you see like this sort of uh, kinship at least in a small scene like mm-hmm. like the Baltimore scene or whatever yeah. I wouldn't recommend trying to do this in L A yeah <laughs> uh, New York or uh, something unless you get in a really niche like sub part of the scene but yeah like I mean it makes sense I'm like yeah because I I think that's like a thing that you know we all crave community you know. Yeah. Uh to different to different extent. And I mean like and that's comedy somewhat at a baseline where like you speak upon your own experiences in hopes that other people will relate. 
and and I guess that is some sort of like community aspect to it. Oh, absolutely. But also, it's definitely still just you being like, all right, I want people to laugh at me. And that's yeah. what that's one of the reasons why it's so brutal for because not you being go weird. Th- yeah, you talk if you it, like, I've talked on stage about like, oh, this is gonna be so funny, this weird thing, and mm. it's like completely unrelatable. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, uh, I guess I can't. I guess that is just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really, that really like that's brutal, you know? Like to like, okay, I really. You all ever be at the beach and then accidentally sit on the the conch <laughs> shell, but not accidentally <laughs> <laughs> no no we're not there. Like, just me just me okay you ever just go to a field and eat grass <laughs> like, no i thought okay well people uh, talk about grass-fed beef <laughs> why can't i just eat the grass <laughs> i go to the field every other day <laughs> and dude cut out the middle man <laughs> <laughs> yeah Oh, but I mean, it is kind of liberating too when you say something really weird about yourself on stage, and then that's what people find like. Because the most recent one for me was the, the joke I've been doing about how like being like socially intimidated by pigeons, and yeah, how yeah. like there's a pigeon walking up to me, I I'm like I'm the one who gets out of the way, and uh, I like when I started joking about that like for whatever reason like a bunch of people were like oh my god that's so true <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like really like okay because i thought i was just like a like a really weird person but um you know just like other people with intense anxiety or whatever i don't know <laughs> it is nice to like have that like yeah and then you're like i'm the voice of a generation of <laughs> <laughs> just very uh weak-minded people <laughs> yeah i i like that that's that's the demographic i represent it's like just the, scaredy the cats we- the, <laughs> scaredy cats the weakest most fragile <laughs> demographic ever i'm like yep i found my people oh god and then you feel worse i, I, oh, I found my community guys and it's, it's like oh no that guy relates to me <laughs> why like was i looking guy? for a community <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I had kind of a, a a weird. This is the first time in my life I made a decision that I was like, "He's accepted this? Jesus Christ." And it was our, <laughs> it's a Christian podcast now. <laughs> you didn't see that coming for any of the two atheists who are listening. <laughs> Still listening. Now one dude. Um, yeah, dude, he's I, Christian now. <laughs> <laughs> I made a, a decision lot of that made sense. <laughs> oh. I decided I was okay. So I I've been kind of feeling weird about this. So. But not really, because it's actually kind of, it's just like, whatever. Um, so, like, all last week, uh, I, I did the Laugh Liner podcast last week. Okay, nice. Congrats. Um, with, yeah, Tommy Simbazo. <laughs> they actually recorded in this studio, so it wasn't that big of a fucking oh, okay, deal. Yeah. Cool. Oh, but um, you're a guest? I was a guest, Hell yeah. yeah. By the way... First guest on a podcast, for, right? Yeah, still still haven't done a podcast outside of these walls, but I'm going to count <laughs> that one. Hey, I'm gonna I've count been on that one, one of their bonus episodes, so oh, if you feel yeah. like... Paying five dollars, <laughs> go find the one, and it's still under the name Dan Marcy Caper. <laughs> There's a lot of work you got to do, but is it worth it? I don't know. Maybe it we're, we're probably... on a bonus episode too. Oh yeah, I guess we are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did they put our bonus content on their shit? They put the the Mark Norman episode up on. Oh, the bonus. sick! Yeah. Oh, great! Because nice. remember Ben did it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I forgot about that. Podcast. Forgot about that. Hey, yeah, you're the guest on uh, Finder. Hell yeah! Hell also yeah! Also check out Dan has jokes as long as you're handing money out to podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> so I did their podcast and and it was cool. The interview portion was cool because that's where like it was. You know, I got they they. they yeah, I'm excited like, to listen to. There's that. like eight 
different people on the show, so like it's very hard to get a war- get a sentence out. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like the interview portion was probably like five minutes. They just asked me like how long I've been playing music. I talked about the podcast. <laughs> how long have you been doing comedy? Like, oh, I actually play music. What, what <laughs> would be like the funny? I wanted to come up with a like what's the funniest possible answer to when somebody asks you how long you've been doing it. I've asked so many people that too, but like what could you possibly say that just like completely throw them through a loop? But, like. Like oh like a couple of weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> you just did really well on yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. You just like, like yeah, crushed. I, I don't even know what I'm doing. I, I'm not gonna do this for real. Yeah. Like, I, fucking, I, I lost a bet. <laughs> I literally just woke up out of a coma, and I just thought it'd be funny to come here. And <laughs> <laughs> I found that that role playing is not my my wheelhouse at all. Like. I you know I, I didn't really know how to participate. They're like Jimmy. Do they teach your... you how to do it on that? They podcast? really d- okay. So so backstory to this other backstory to the main story. Okay. So before uh, during the time <laughs> that I should have been having the rules and regulations explained to me, I was at Szechuan House waiting twenty five minutes for steamed dumplings. Shouts out Szechuan House. <laughs> I love you guys, but they they took a super long time that night. And and the only reason I care is because right when I, I was about to get them, they were about to start. And as I'm in the hall sitting on the side like eating the peanuts and fucking wonton chips this old lady walks in with her family this is a stick up <laughs> <laughs> and i and, and so i'm sitting i'm sitting here like this and the old lady is just shuffling across with her house slippers and she hits my shoe and starts toppling over. And I was like, oh no! And she fell over in super slow motion. So like I had just enough time to pop out of of my seat and like grab her from the behind and like start cradling her down to the ground and we both (laughs) fell at the the same time. You just made it worse. (laughs) And it was like... like, He's lowering her like... (laughs) (laughs) It was was so slow motion that like literally by time we hit the ground the entire restaurant was standing like... It was, it was like, she was like, oh, no. It was the most slow motion shit ever. And so, and so we're on the ground. I'm like, oh, my God. My heart is fucking beating out of my chest. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going oh to the podcast. In that, in that moment, I don't know the rules. In that moment, Jimmy's like, I do believe in God. And so we're on the ground. I'm like, ma'am, are you okay? And I'm like, oh, my God, please be okay. And she's just like, she's very startled. Please and I'm like, like <laughs> 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 don't be dead. Not again. <laughs> So, and so I'm like, all right, let me get you up. Let me get you up. So I stand up, and she's just sitting on the ground like this, just just completely dazed and like okay. disoriented. Oh my god! And I, I try to <laughs> I try to help her up, but I try to help her up the way I would help up like one of my boys, like just like <laughs> fucking oh, grab both hand. of her arms and just all right, Papa. <laughs> and she's like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> and I was like, Oh no, oh no. And then her, the like one of the guys in front was like, I right, let me let me get it. And I was like, No. At this point, I was like, No, I got to do this, or else I look like a jackass. So I fucking squat down and I deadlift this woman up. I, I grab her front it. to front and I deadlift her up. And then luckily, when I stand her back up, her shoe lands on a fallen newspaper that had fallen while we fell. And <laughs> she slips again. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. The, the, the fucking husband goes, Oh, you must have fell on a newspaper. And I was like, Jim, just don't yep. say shit. <laughs> yep, you fell on a newspaper. <laughs> anyway, so that all occurred. Uh, it was it was crazy. Immediately after that, I got my dumplings. I was like, guys, if you would have had it done like two minutes earlier, that whole thing wouldn't have happened. 
But anyway, oh so I come God. back to the really podcast. Makes you think? Does everything Jesus happen for Christ. a reason? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I have that story maybe now. Maybe that old lady geez. needed to wipe out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Maybe it affected like, things. Maybe I the- will join the nursing home. <laughs> So I do love the mental image of what you're like. No, I gotta stay here and help her up, or else I'll look like an asshole. Because like <laughs> then you the just mental drop image, down and deadlift her up. <laughs> the mental like, image of you kick her up over your head and do fucking <laughs> the overhead image, presses with her. This idea of like you cradling an old lady all the way to the ground and <laughs> just getting up and walking away. Yeah, like it's the like best what? Thing. what yeah, well, my work here is done. I have to do this. <laughs> and all as I walk out, one of the guys just goes, "Wow." <laughs> I was just yeah. like, all right, fuck you. So I walk out, I get back to the podcast, and we do the interview portion. And, uh, you know, I Don't fucking bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did tell that story on that because okay, I, I just yeah. couldn't not. But then in the yeah, game, yeah. in the gaming, his character encounters an old lady and he's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so during the actual role playing game, I probably dropped like three lines. I didn't know how to be a character or it was whatever. It was cool. It was fun. I had a good time. <laughs> we did two episodes. They always record two episodes. But anyway, Ooh, in the very two in the very old lady falls down. <laughs> <laughs> in the very beginning portion of the first episode, um, they were talking about this blowjob machine. And they were like reading it as like something that they wanted to buy as a joke for the podcast. Oh like, yeah. As, as a joke. <laughs> as a joke. As a joke. On the podcast uh, like for it was like two hundred bucks. And I was listening, they were the all laughing. Shared as a joke on the podcast. <laughs> That's it, the only way you can like comfortably buy is like, no, it's a joke, right guys? Yeah, let's get a blowjob machine. <laughs> so Does so this come with like a cleaning kit? <laughs> it's gonna be hilarious, right guys? So they so they How uh, many people from the podcast were on board with this idea and how many looked uncomfortable? I think I think everybody <laughs> Everybody's always on board really with it. Are we really spending you know podcast budget money on a blo- Okay. Everybody's <laughs> always on board with it. So they're all they're all discussing it, and they're like they're making a joke of it. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, this thing sounds kind of fucking awesome. It's only like two hundred dollars. <laughs> so check it out. So check it out. So so I'm at home one night, and uh, I fall asleep, and it's the night of th- it's Thanksgiving night. I go to bed. You fall asleep with the blowjob machine on. <laughs> no, no, no. So I wake up and I have well, a dream. Well, he had to cradle it to the ground. <laughs> it for- it's, it's a joke. Everything. So, so I have a dream. Everything happens for a reason. I wake up in a cold sweat to a dream where I was jerking off with a blowjob machine. Okay. <laughs> I wake up to this cold sweat and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. So I go online. And it's Black Friday, mind you, on sale, 140 bucks, and I was like, I'm buying this shit. Dude, are you serious? Absolutely, 100%. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I was saying. This is one of those things that I wanted to tell you guys about to liberate myself from my own self-guilt. So I I buy this thing, right? And so, Dude, Black Friday was last week. Last week, yeah. This is very. So it's here. It's here. <laughs> it's here. It's oh, here. No. <laughs> no. I, still, I have to see this. Yeah, I'll show it to you. I'm oh afraid. My God. <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm, I, it's like I, in a fucking case. <laughs> I, so I just want to go on record here. This episode does not end with me using a blowjob machine. <laughs> you don't know that yet. You I, haven't I, seen I my blowjob machine. Confident yeah. in telling you. So, so I purchase it and. And now, now all I've done. This would have to be a really impressive looking machine. <laughs> it's, um, and what so, kind of personality I, all I've that? done is saddle myself with just an immense amount of stress now because now it's getting <laughs> delivered to my apartment, right? Which I share with my brother. <laughs> and so, and oh, outside classic mistake. Big blowjob machine for <laughs> idiot yeah. virgins. Classic mistake. If you order a blowjob machine, you don't want your neighbors to steal it. Have it delivered to your employer. <laughs> you have it delivered to your 
your parents' house. <laughs> so three days later, my brother's like, yo, Jimmy, I invited our cousins over to take a look at the new apartment. And I'm like, okay, sweet. My two girl cousins come over and we're all sitting there drinking. And my yeah, brother... Like the coffee table. <laughs> my brother picks up his phone and he goes, shit, dude, we just got a package. I'm gonna go check this shit out. And I'm like, Dom, pretty sure it's for me, dude. And he's like, no, dude, I just ordered my bedroom. I was like, Dom, it's not your fucking bed. Uh, <laughs> Look, it, I, I was like, it's your Christmas present. <laughs> I said some bullshit. And, and, and like, I was like, so. What if he opened it? What if you said it was your Christmas present and then he opened it anyway? <laughs> yeah. so, so, I, so I'm walking out of the apartment. I grab oh the keys. God. I'm like, give me the keys. And I'm like so suspicious about it that like as I'm walking out, my brother jokingly to my cousins goes, it's probably a fucking flashlight or something. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, ha ha. <laughs> I wish it was a flesh. <laughs> <laughs> so I go downstairs, grab it. It's that, and I put it. I put it in my car because I was like, came All right. in like a clear plastic <laughs> bag. You just see completely inside of it. Yeah, with like the most <laughs> with the most sketchy what? fucking name. It's like what? Feel Me Enterprises. What is this? Feel the Enterprise. Real Touch Co. What the fuck is this? <laughs> oh so, so I put it in my car, and I'm like, shit, dude. And All so, right. how so many times has this machine been used between the story? So, and so here's here's the kicker. Here. Here's the real kicker. <laughs> he here's didn't get the car plug adapter. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the thing that I'm using to charge my phone is a flashlight charger. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a phone charger. This is a two-player charger. <laughs> so, so, this, so this, I get it, and the whole thing. Yeah, you put it under sunlight. For I'm like, I'm like, minutes. dude, I'm like, dude, this is ridiculous. Like, this is, I'm so stressed out, and I like, I'm like, I'm stressed. Really use a blood job. <laughs> <laughs> so I grab it and fucking and fucking. I, I just so, need something to take the edge off. Man. <laughs> so I get this machine and you have to what? charge it for five hours, right? And so <laughs> five, <laughs> five, hours, five hours. Five hours. I play at high tops with Scott. I do an edible with our old pal John. Uh, I do an edible with him and I get high as fuck halfway through my gig and I'm like, oh my god, I'm high as shit. Scott's there at high tops. And so this is a Tuesday. This is Tuesday night. Next thing you know, end of the set. <laughs> I got the blowjob machine on stage. <laughs> We're singing Wonderwall. <laughs> I was going to say, like, then I looked down on the other side of the bar, and what did I see? It was my blowjob machine, <laughs> and it was fully charged. <laughs> They're like, hey, this is for you. It's like a sh drink. It's like, yeah, points over there. It's just a blowjob machine. <laughs> just on a charge. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Warning, blowjob machine may be clingy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get back to the studio, and I'm like, Fuck, I'm getting dude. so uncomfortable with how... <laughs> The story is gonna end. So, so the blowjob machine is sitting at the studio, and Scott's like, Yo, let's go back to the studio. I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> so, I rush back to Scott drives because I'm like too high. I rush back in. I come he in and drives the, you, <laughs> but then he, you jump out. Of the yeah. <laughs> run in here, run in here, grab the studio key, throw it in the room, throw it in the fucking room, just tossed it, come back out, lock the door, and I'm high as shit, so I can't play it off at all. <laughs> I can't play it off at all. It's anyway, not, it's not a blowjob machine in there, that's for sure. Scott, Scott <laughs> leaves. After we watch like a bunch of music videos, I'm like high as shit, and he's like, "You want to sleep inside?" I'm like, "Nah, dude, I'm fuck." I'm just hoping it ends with this is a glorified space heater. Well, <laughs> okay, so so here's what happens. Man, this really hurts. Why does it smell like kerosene? <laughs> 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 so, so I gra so Scott goes in, and I'm like, "All right, I'm high as shit now. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna try this thing out. I'm gonna try it out." Yeah. So so it comes with this like thing liner that you put in it or whatever, and 
I got to show it to you for visual representation. Oh my God, (laughs) hell yeah. (laughs) And so, and so I, I put the liner on. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, I don't have any lube. So I just like spit on my dick. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> just like do a bunch of that shit. And then so There's I'm like, no way that this felt like uh, fulfilling <laughs> okay, human experience. Let me tell you something. There is no more, I didn't, there is no more bittersweet. And this isn't me bragging. I'm not trying to brag. Obviously, not trying I to brag. I just told this a story. I come across as bragging. <laughs> but there is no more bittersweet experience than buying a fleshlight online. Spending $150 on it and then Shout trying it on. Sponsors of the podcast. <laughs> and realizing, dude, again, this isn't braggadocious, but like it didn't, it didn't fit me. I couldn't get it to work. Now, granted, it's made in Japan. Hell yeah. It is made in Japan. But I, so, so like literally the actual machine itself is like useless. <laughs> he, returns, <laughs> he returns. He's like, excuse me, I'm going to need to order an extra large blowjob machine. <laughs> Have it delivered to my brother's apartment. <laughs> like in a Starbucks on speakerphone, <laughs> looking around, winking at people. What? But it is. It's like, it's the mo- weirdest thing because it's like, okay, on one hand, yeah, I can agree with I that. wasted $150 <laughs> on this thing that's like the most embarrassing person in my life. I stressed out about it for three days. I wasn't sure if I was going to tell anybody about it. I had to Google if it was like, oh, made me weird to do. <laughs> I hope there's like lead in it. Or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it didn't, I was like, okay, well, on one hand, that's a good thing, right? Like, that's a good thing. But then at the same time, I just wasted 150 bucks for no reason. Are but you tying this back to our question about evil and like, <laughs> the I, good, <laughs> oh my God, what is happening? I needed, I needed to tell somebody that. Also, yeah. I'll, I'll show it to you guys right okay, here. I'll yeah. show it to you here. Okay. All right, let's take a break real quick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. <laughs> the calls are coming in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I'm just caller. I'm bracing what website myself is that? for the most horrifying looking machine I've ever seen. Yeah, I imagine it's gonna look like a weird like <laughs> wooden box. Like an air pump with like rubber lifts on yeah. the end or something. It's like partially waterbed. The liner isn't here. <laughs> oh my god, it looks like a thermos. Oh my god. This is the cap, which I just have on the desk. <laughs> Dude, All right, so for anybody who is <laughs> for anybody who can't fucking see what's going on. on. I'm trying to. I think it's oh my god, the battery's so dead. Nervous. Hold on. Oh here it's it's gone. Hold up. All right. Wait, point it this way. Point it. Th- oh my god, dude! <laughs> the least sexy thing I've ever seen in my life. That's just like it looks like it just presses your dick down. <laughs> that, that, that right there is. A it looks like it just closes on your dick. <laughs> Why? Look, this is this is be the first official product review I for the podcast. Some robotic it makes perfect sense. The Someone, Kiru, whatever the fuck this is, blowjob machine. <laughs> I'm so glad this. You're is better the off jerking off, I but to be I will. T- I will now say you this: can give it to the laugh finder people. <laughs> yes, dude. And when it eventually works on all their dicks, she'll be like, eh, "I'm a bigger." Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I do use the liner, dude. The liner's pretty fucking sweet. The liner's sweet. I just took it out and I just jerk off with it. It's fucking awesome, dude. It literally feels like a vagina. It's crazy. Right, wow. It's honestly crazy. And I don't want you guys. I here's the you worst. An unsleeved liner. <laughs> yeah. Just a fucking. Little, I want like, everybody to know this. I do. <laughs> 
I do actually the, the most pathetic the most pathetic part about this is is I actually do have sex. But for some reason I made the most fucking Humble neck brag. beard purchase <laughs> of all time, dude. Like there are guys who get way less ass than me that haven't made this purchase. I'll just say that. Which yeah. is why I don't care, dude. Like I don't care. I'm liberated now. <laughs> I'm liberated now. I, Jimmy Selesky, bought I'm a fucking blowjob machine. All right? <laughs> don't act like you wouldn't want to try one. Don't I, act. Demetrius Selesky. <laughs> Demetrius. I, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm not acting. I, <laughs> I feel pretty comfortable saying, yeah, I don't want to try that. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to try. I definitely don't want to try someone else's. Well, the liner, <laughs> dude, if you can put your own liner in here, dude, it's yours. Oh, oh, it. oh, it's no. like an electric toothbrush. <laughs> you can replace the head of it. It's, uh, <laughs> no, that's, there's no way. There's no way that that's, uh, oh my God. Oh my God. I, okay, wait. Yeah, I'm going to give it to the last liner, guys. Like, uh, how, much, so how much noise did that make when you turned it on? Because I was picturing, like, being in a very quiet room and, like, <laughs> awkwardly taking this out of <laughs> the box. <laughs> <and> <laughs> the All right, here we go. <laughs> 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 When you put it on like <laughs> when you put it on like full, it sounds like a fucking vacuum. Dude. <laughs> I wish that was like, that Dyson or what is that? Like lifting up chairs. A, bo- a voice would come out and be like, "Battery low." <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, god, man! It's also a GPS. That's cool. <laughs> but on the other hand, so, feet, I, so I was left. like super pissed because I was like, <laughs> I was pissed at myself because I want to go to Cancun for New Year's to visit my friend Sean down there. But you don't know if you can take that through customs. (laughs) 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 But the plane ticket was more expensive than normal because it's the week week before Christmas and New Year's is a big week for flying. It was either the plane ticket or the blowjob. That's what I was thinking, so I bought it. (laughs) (laughs) And then I fucking... life presents you with hard choices. uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, dude, like, the idea of it seems amazing, but it just... uh, Human technology hasn't gotten to that point yet, I guess. I guess, dude. Nothing can... made a one-size-fit-all blowjob machine. (laughs) That's not Japan's forte, dude. They're all about, uh, you know... It's legal to marry your own blowjob machine. (laughs) Will I support this industry? Dude, I feel like I'm woke right now, dude. I'm the first person to, like... I'm, like, with an AI right now, dude. <laughs> You're a cyborg, dude. I am with a fucking operating system right now. <laughs> Good morning, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Starts complaining about its fucking problems and shit like that. <laughs> I feel How come you least. never go down on me? <laughs> <laughs> I just start <laughs> fucking eating out of fucking fleshlight. <laughs> <laughs> it, it leads with a few news headlines to, like, start your day. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever feel like we're just going through the motions? Oh That's your joke, dude. If that thing breaks, do you have to take it to Best Buy? What's that? <laughs> take it to be? Geek Squad. <laughs> Geek Squad. They're like, oh, I know just <laughs> the thing, sir. Geek Squad gangbang it out. <laughs> Comes fixed, back with like a lower fixed. back Best <laughs> Buy tattoo. Would you ever feel okay if they were like, here, like handing it back to you, picked it up like a day later, like, here, we fixed it for you. <laughs> <laughs> it turned it out. I'm like, oh so how God. was your weekend at Best Buy, honey? She's like, oh, it was, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> like, no. I do a joke like that about sex robots where it's like, what if they all start breaking? And then it's just people carrying broken sex robots into Best Buy. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I went swimming in the ocean. I forgot I had it on me. I will just say this, and this is something that I'll probably have to become a lot more secure with myself as a person to ever make this purchase. But Oh, my God. I think a sex doll would be cool, too. A full-size sex doll? You wouldn't fuck it if you just had one? 
Nope. I don't know. I mean, you wouldn't if you just had one. If somebody gave I, one to you. I would not trust it if someone just gave it to like me. Like as a present. If one like just, as a gag. <laughs> what? I would feel so put on your porch one. With I buy you one for Christmas. Ha ha ha. LOL. I, emoji. <laughs> fucking weird uncle emoji. You don't <laughs> fucking fuck Jimmy, that thing your once. Jimmy, your sex accidentally got delivered to my apartment. <laughs> What's going? You might want to come pick this See, up. Yeah, my brother's on to me now, dude. Just fucking cover for me. <laughs> if someone ever buys me a sex doll as a gift, I'm ending that friendship so quickly. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> just, just you have misjudged our relationship. Dude, I'm commencing <laughs> that friendship. First of all, just weird poll if anybody actually listens to this I podcast. I got a great deal. Would on you it. fuck a sex doll? <laughs> I found it on Craigslist. <laughs> this is a great deal. Guy at the police auction. You know the <laughs> <laughs> you know storage units when people leave them and so they yeah, open yeah, them up yeah. an auction and all that way. It's I a rescue. <laughs> Dude, I got this it's for so cheap. Are there cheap knockoffs of like higher brand? And sex Sexuals, dolls, and yeah. then it's like this yeah, just fat like chick a... sex dolls, dude. <laughs> 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 Look, I need a couple shots before I fuck this thing. Jesus Aww. Christ! I'm sorry, women. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> sorry, we have no I, female I, listeners. I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, go ahead and register a guess that any women who are listening have long since. Uh... Oh yeah, they're atheists. They got pissed off. <laughs> yeah. they're they're yeah, atheists they're... and they're fucking yeah. Oh, I don't imagine that was upsetting. probably too appealing of a clip for a woman, but I don't know. Could be. I did say I have sex. Fat shaming ladies. the sex doll. <laughs> ladies. <laughs> ladies. I took jam. the sleeve off my <laughs> blowjob machine. Now I just keep it in my nightstand. and <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> oh, man. So that, would be, that would be a great way to start a bit on stage. Be like, I was on this really weird date the other day. So like, uh, I was hanging out with my blowjob machine. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, y'all have blowjob machines, right? Actually, when I was thinking about, because like you, you have brought that... a sleeve, right? <laughs> well, oh, uh, come on, man! Do I, have, do I have to wear a sleeve? <laughs> Don't you hate it when you and your dad get the sleeves mixed up in the blowjob machine? You have a bit where it's like something. Your new dating website, Fleshlight.com. Uh, yeah. I thought you actually did have one, so I was like, oh, Eric's got one, so whatever. No, I don't. I'm so comfortable Fuck. right now. Fuck, dude. Fuck, dude. I thought. You ever accidentally <laughs> order something on your dad's Fleshlight account? <laughs> <laughs> you have to talk with your dad, but it's about Fleshlights. <laughs> the birds and the blowjob machines, dude. The fucking classic Ooh. talk. Classic dad chat. <laughs> now if you hit a bunch of bees in a blowjob machine and gave that to somebody as a gift I can get on board with that yeah as long as you make it funny dude I still haven't told my brother I don't think I'm going to tell my brother he's going to hear this probably yeah I'm going to tell I, I mean it's like it's just whatever dude <laughs> yeah whatever I think uh, Jimmy's brother, I don't know who you are. I don't think there's much of a stigma on blowjob machines. This shit is hilarious. Because I, I don't think most people know they exist. I think <laughs> most people listening to this as as dudes, because they're not in a room as with other people. dudes, here we go. As <laughs> dudes, real, man. I feel like most people listening as to this. As a dude, I am ready. Here in their go. private life would be like, that kind of sounds, that sounds cool, I guess. Are, are yeah. Like not cool to buy, but like, like it's a nice I feel idea. Like most dudes would be like, I mean, I'd try it once, but also I'm not spending 150 dollars. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then that's that's the thing. All right. Like if it's like you get drunk enough and you try something weird once, but also if you're not going to spend the money on it, that means you're going to be getting it from somebody else, and it's just like, ugh. 
I that's a road I cannot go down. Yeah, that's another thing. I looked up the return also, policy on it. Uh, they don't have one. <laughs> yeah, they don't dude, have one. The machine you just turns. showed me, not enough drinks in the world, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the thing alcohol. is like I There's this no way yeah. The legitimate logical pathway I had and this For the is record, I'd be terrified if a sex doll showed up in my apartment. <laughs> 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 I've seen a ventriloquist dolls. There's no way I would be okay with like a fully life size, like animatronic, like almost real almost realistic looking person yeah, i was I trying like to be a serial killer was trying to send me a message like, yeah. i was trying to be pragmatic i was thinking like okay but the face is missing it's <laughs> it's still do it. it's 150 bucks but how much money have i spent in the past trying to get a blowjob not like in terms of like buying a hooker oh, but like I just take another beer tindering <laughs> people <laughs> Fucking, fucking messaging people and trying to hook up with people, and it's like, dude, if I had a machine that could just bypass all that, Ooh. so I couldn't, I could just spend more time doing the shit I feel like doing. I thought it was a honestly good investment. Cool. I really did. There's so much beer on that carpet already. Don't worry about yeah, you're good, it. Dude, yeah. you're good. You just assumed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is, but oh, come on. Uh, okay. after the story I just heard, I'm assuming beer is not the, the worst least thing of the worries on this carpet, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Just fucking motor so. oil from your blowjob. <laughs> 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 fucking start it up like I'm. Neighbor's like, old Jim's at it again. That kerosene heater sounds like it's going bad, Jim. Old Jim at it again. Setting up a generator. In Must a be a super hot just to charge. <laughs> 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 <A> generator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This this has been such a like it's just this conversation took a sharp left turn. Yeah. <laughs> for, like, for like the like the first half was I was like wow it's like weird we're getting into like philosophy stuff and then like that it's like so I bought a blowjob machine <laughs> like what okay now we're talking about this That's, I don't know <laughs> I will say we didn't cover that in seminary uh, <laughs> at least I didn't take the class they didn't have pocket pussies in seminary. <laughs> Not, not that I ever knew about. <laughs> Any of those like uh, the vending machine? Vending <laughs> <laughs> machine. <laughs> yeah, back in my day, blowjob machines were <laughs> as big as a room. <laughs> <laughs> you needed five men to operate. But it's upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. I'm sorry for derailing us on that one. That was I had to get it off my had to get it off Buy my chest. I had a nickel dude. for every podcast I've done. <laughs> where things yeah, went talked this about blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, man. Oh, wow, dude. I for one, I'm glad you brought that up, dude. That was very, very entertaining. <laughs> Thanks, dude. I feel like I feel like somebody's gotta do it, dude. Somebody's gotta fucking. Somebody had to buy the blowjob. Somebody had to do it, dude. It's gotta be me. You're a pioneer. This has gotta be me. You're a I was waiting around for somebody to tell a story. Nobody had one, dude. <laughs> you know what? Weird. Episode one twenty-seven. Your boy. Your boy did it. Gang buys a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Sonny's getting weird. <laughs> yeah. Please give the episode the most embarrassing title possible, so that when I put it up on my website, I'll feel okay about sending the link to my parents. <laughs> Damn, dude. Well. 
I mean, shit, dude. Where I mean, do we go from here? I don't know. Like, shit, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, Where does the conversation go so now? I went to New York. I'll tell a quick story. Sitting on this New York story. Perfect opportunity for it. Go ahead, man. It's cool. So... They got these things in New York called blowjob machine rooms. <laughs> you can buy them on the street for really cheap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can great. still buy mango jewel pods <laughs> and then blowjob machine. Wow. No, uh, I went to this cool, like, uh, weird, like, speakeasy, like, hidden bar. Uh, so you had to, like, go into a hot dog restaurant. And it's just like a hot dog restaurant. They like sell tater tots and hot dogs and fucking all that <laughs> bullshit. But in the corner, kind of hidden in the corner, there's this like can pay I just, phone. Can I just interject? Does it feel weird to be telling a normal story now? <laughs> Dude, this is way less than normal. Listen to this. So you go into this hot dog place. There's this hidden pay phone in the corner. Go into the pay phone, pick up the phone, press one. And then the back of the payphone pops open okay. into like a secret hidden room. Okay. And then a hostess is like, "Hey, how many people?" And then uh, you go in, and it's like a little little speakeasy, nice a little hidden bar. And then just the look on people's faces when you walk through a wall is very satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> just feel like a cool person. Is that a ghost? And then when you emerge from the wall 15 minutes later with your very own blowjob machine. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick piggyback on the speakeasy. I went to one in Baltimore. Um, I forgot what it was called. It's across from Tagliata's, which is in Fells Point. And um, I was sitting there, these two really like good jazz musicians playing in there. Uh-huh. Young, young dudes about our age. And... Uh, there was this private room that I asked one of the cocktails. First of all, a cocktail there is like 19 bucks, but you get it like it's, I got like a bacon smoked old fashioned, like comes like they literally like fucking bring it out with this thing that goes over top and they like lift it up and it's like all this smoke and it was really good cocktail, but like just like insane prices. But it's one of those things you just, you don't go yeah, there to like get the drunk. Experience. Yeah. And, um, you yeah, know, the cocktail bar I went to was like, Eighteen twenty dollars yeah, a drink. It's it's up yeah. there, dude. And and but there was this private room in the back, and somebody was telling me the waitress was saying, "Yeah, I was like, so what's up with that room?" And yeah. she was like, "Yeah, so it's, member it's called the blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got the new one. <laughs> She From said nineteen sixties. <laughs> Nobody's said, turned it on in fifty years. <laughs> she said Jimmy that membership up, hits it like a fucking jukebox. Hey, fucking so." So I was like, so what's up with that room? And she's like, yeah, so membership back there is $1,900 a month. Wow. And I just remember thinking, like, $1,900 a month, like, I would, even if I had that He's kind like, of you money. Know how many blowjob machines I could buy? <laughs> 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 if I had $1,900 a month, <laughs> I'd be buying so much weird shit and <laughs> having it delivered to my brother's Jeez. apartment. <laughs> <laughs> my brother's like, Jim, what the fuck, dude? How many Christmas presents did you give me? <laughs> it's August. <laughs> they all but turn on at once. I was, I was thinking, <laughs> like, a weird machine orange. Like, I don't I don't even know. You're like a lime scooter charger, but you just like pick up blowjob machines off the street and you have a rack of them charging. Dom gets home like, Jimmy, what are you doing? I just remember remember thinking like, dude, even if I had $1,900 a month, I wouldn't do that because I just feel like all you do when you spend $1,900 a month on being in a social club is just everyone gets back in that room and they just all just relish the fact that they are rich enough to afford it and other people aren't. And it's like, I wouldn't want to hang out with you. 
Dude, I read a thing about, uh, I don't know what airport it was, and I'm fairly certain it was somewhere in the United States, where there was, uh, if you were like, like a really rich, like, uh, I don't know what they call them at airports, customers or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Flyers. Sure. Flyers, okay, <laughs> yeah. There was, like, a lounge for that for people, like, you'd have to pay so much money to get into. And then there was, like, this, like, uh, viewing thing. I guess it was, like, displayed on a screen where you got to watch all the people, like, you know, toughen it out in a regular airport, and you could and they would, like, laugh at them. And Jesus stuff. And I'm Christ. Like, what? And I'm like, when do, you know... When do we start eating rich people? That would be great. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's gotta happen soon, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Dude. I hate I hate billionaires. I, I do. I, I I one one bougie thing that I do intend on doing when I have money. I probably will fly first class just for the leg room and like just to have. Yeah, because at this yeah. point it's just like a regular human sized seat. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't, dude. Flying coach. Like I'm six two. And like the thing, I, I when I drive in my car, I lean my shit back all the way, and like, dude, the fucking air sitting on a fucking airplane in coach is like the worst, dude. I cannot Agreed. stand that. Yeah. But first class, like I look at coach. Am I right? And, and like, what's oh. the deal with the peanuts? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> I tried, I tried so many airplane jokes about Spirit Airlines because I just hate them so much, but. Yeah, none of them made the cut. Damn, dude. Yeah, dude. The, their loyal customer base always <laughs> got at you. you know? They don't tackle you during this. Yeah. <laughs> their version of a loyal customer base is just a credit card. It's like <laughs> they always do the pitch when you're like right about to land. Like, and who wants a credit card? Like, why? <laughs> I would be so sad if I saw anybody sign up for it. Dude, yeah. if I had to look at my wallet every day to see the spirit logo, <laughs> like, oh god, dude! Is there like, like a literally is there like a, is there a cooling fan in there that like <laughs> yeah, is it water I did or? think about that. I was like, dude, I'm pretty sure this is like a rare like black market product I just bought, and like, what if it explodes <laughs> on my dick? And that would be the most embarrassing. I probably wouldn't go to the hospital. <laughs> I got the mother. Like, no, I'm just gonna have this on my dick. <laughs> I got the mother of all STDs. Health insurance. Explode up with a girl. Dick. She's like, oh, you're so big and. <laughs> Plastic, <laughs> melted in metal. What is this? <laughs> it looks like it's already sucking you off. What am I doing here? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, dude. I mean, you have any uh, shit? Dude? I mean, you have any uh, things coming up you want to plug or anything like that? Uh, yeah, actually, I mean, I don't know if you have any listeners in California, but uh, we actually, our biggest fan base is San Francisco. Yeah, fans. dude, whatever I got, the fuck, I, just, I got base. accepted into San Francisco sketch fest. And nice. I'm, gonna be there in Congrats, January. I'm doing two shows, uh, January 12th and 13th. I'm hosting one. I don't know where that one is, but the 13th, I'm at the Alamo draft house. Hell yeah. And, uh, I'm so excited about it. So yeah, January 12th and 13th. And then if you want to, I have a podcast called Dan has jokes web series on hev- uh, called Heavily Edited and all that stuff you can find at danhasjokes.com. Nice. Oh, yeah, dude. That's big moves. Yeah. Because you also do... You've done, like, the Burbank Festival, too. Yes. Right? Yeah, I've done that three years now. Hell yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty fun. Damn, dude. Spreading your wings. Trying um, to, like... Yeah, the, the Sketch Fest one is definitely the most exciting, like, booking I've ever gotten. And what's funny is I actually... <laughs> so I will say this about the divorce... Uh, we since we have a lot of mutual friends and it is like an amicable like split up basically mm-hmm. when we started telling people a lot of people were like can we be friends with both of you and we're like yeah so that was like the main reason why we did like a, a Facebook announcement about it 
Because she does like, she's really good at like uh, communications and marketing anyway. So I'm like, you just write it and then we'll all share it. And uh, so the day we shared that on Facebook was obviously a weird day because then, you know, everybody knew and people were messaging you all day. And then that night I was in a show. It was like a farewell show for two of my friends moving. And, uh, and then afterwards went out, drank a bunch and everything, got home like two in the morning, checked my email and had the acceptance email for Sketchfest. Nice. And my brain was just mush at that point. And I was just like, uh cool <laughs> I, needed, I needed like to wait till the next day to have like a reaction to it like yeah, oh my yeah. god i got in a sketch <laughs> yeah. you, like marked it as unread and be like i'll play this yeah. tomorrow <laughs> i just archived it i'm like i'm not ready for this <laughs> this is too much commitment for me i just got out of a marriage <laughs> damn dude only have to buy one plane ticket though that's good there you yeah. go bright side silver linings dog silver linings Everything Spirit Airlines, reason, shout man. out to my favorite airline. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I, I got I love uh, riding coach on Spirit Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> and I really love the rewards program on the credit card. Talk <laughs> about rewards. Uh, yeah, what do you got going on, Jimmy? Every Sunday night, guys, every Sunday night at the horse you came in on down at Fells Point. Uh, I play 10 to close there. Um, and then uh, a couple upcoming things. Was supposed to play at Cooper's down in Fells Point tonight. Then it got moved to Slancha, and then it got moved to not happening at all because of an event that I was unaware of called Wolfstock, where people bring in their dogs to the bar or something. And then I don't play and lose <laughs> Oh, money. I so, got a joke for that. <laughs> I got, I've never been able to apply this joke to anything. It was yeah. like I just did a I just performed at a dog show and for my closer I just asked them who's a good boy and the crowd went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been my closer. It was like they're really not feeling Wonderwall, but <laughs> you're such a good boy. <laughs> you're uh, such a good boy. Just done Shiloh, dude. Other than that, uh, Riptide on December fourth. That's a Tuesday <laughs> night. That's industry night down there. If you're in any industry. Just come. I don't know what industry. Nine thirty to close. Wait, uh, at the end of the show, you should throw a tennis ball and just watch them all go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the horse again on Friday for happy hour. Um, and then on the eighth, uh, that's December seventh. On the eighth, I'm playing a private party in Hamden. I don't know why I said that. I just wanted you guys to know that I play in Hamden nice, and dude, that I'm woke up. and hip. I'll guys, be, I don't I'll know if you know this, but uh, he had to upgrade the size blowjob machine that he ordered. <laughs> <laughs> the These are all a lot of humble like, brags I'm throwing at so. you today. Uh, <laughs> we got her. Uh, Bring so it to the show. I think you're on this show too, Dan. But December eighth, second Saturday should show at I the am, Auto yeah, Bar. It's gonna be a good show. That'll be fun. Mickey Coachella is headlining. So if you're a fan of uh, '98 Rock six years ago, come on out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no shade. I fucking listen to that shit every day. Um, and then uh, Saturday, December fifteenth, I'm gonna be on the Don't Stop Comedy Holiday Party. That Dark Mark is running. Um, bunch of funny people on that. And then DJ Dragon's doing some music. I think he got just like an Airbnb and is throwing a comedy show holiday party at it. So I'm sure the Airbnb owners are thrilled. Well, and I, well I'm not saying where it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but if you want to come and not report it to Airbnb, uh, look it up on Facebook. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's $10 at the door, I think. And then Autobar's free. Other than that, I don't feel like looking at my calendar. Uh, LFTS podcast, LFTS, uh, you know, all over the place. Yeah, check iTunes, out iTunes, SoundCloud. Check out Laughable. It's like an index for comedians. Type in your favorite comedian, see every podcast he's been on. Really cool stuff. Um, other than that, I mean, other than that, hopefully the fucking yeah. sound doesn't cut off again. There's so many fucking <laughs> glitches. I'll see you guys Beep. next week. Glitch free. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, cool. Young money. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I tell her. Now down, pop that pussy for a real nigga. I already know that life is deep, but I still dig her. Niggas is jealous, but really I could care less. I'm in hell's kitchen with an apron in a headnet. Devil on my shoulders, the Lord is my witness. So on my Libra scale, I'm weighing sins and forgiveness. What goes around comes around like a hula hoop. Karma is a bitch, well, just make sure that bitch is beautiful.